Hello, I'm Terry Simmons, and you're listening to KTBS 3's Doc Talk. This is the place to be for informative, forward-thinking, solution-based discussions all about what contributes to our mental health and overall well-being. And you can download a new episode every other Wednesday morning wherever you listen to podcasts. And joining us today is Denise Tyndall. Now, Denise is with Christus Breast Center. And Denise, let's talk about first what you do there, and then we're going to get into your story because it's so interesting, and I think it really fits you. And it's a term that everyone might not know about. I am a patient navigator, Terry. So um, I am honored and blessed to be able to walk with ladies through their, their breast health. So whether it be they just need um, additional views after they've had a screening mammogram or they need a biopsy or um, they've receive the news that they need to go to a surgeon because they have cancer. So I'm able to navigate them through the healthcare system. So it's, um, it's an honor. That sounds like a perfect term. Not only, you know, and I know I can tell what an honor it is to you to be able to do this. And navigating, that's exactly what you do, right? So kind of walk, walk me through. So give me a typical Absolutely. Um, so once um, a patient has a, a biopsy and we get the results back, um, most patients I call them and tell them the unfortunate news that they have cancer um, and what kind of cancer and that the next step is seeing a surgeon and seeing an oncologist. So I'm able to visit with them to see um, which physicians they'd like to see, um, if they're if their primary care doctor has a, a choice, then I let them know that. Um, and then I schedule those appointments for them and make it easy for them because, um, and I know I'm probably jumping ahead, but no, because that's okay. um, I was in those shoes um, and I know when you're told that you have cancer, you don't hear 50% of it. So I just take the ball and pick it up and run for them. So I schedule those appointments. I um, call them back, let them know when to, when to go, where to go, give them some pointers on, you know, possibly just writing down questions, um, giving them the personality of the surgeon or the oncologist to let them know, you know, this is, you know, who they are and what they're about so they kind of feel a little easy um, a little bit easier going into that appointment and then some patients don't have family here mm -hmm. or don't have someone to go with them and so I offer to go with them to those appointments so um, I'm really truly able to hold their hand the whole way <laughs> from the very beginning from the very how, beginning how amazing that all of this happens in that first phone call Yes. You know, because I know back in the day, even someone as lovely and caring as you may deliver the information, and then it's like, okay, here's what you need to do, and then they hang up. Right. But you are, let me make that appointment for you. Let me, what do you need? Let right. me walk you through it mm -hmm. and get you all the way to, and then to offer. That would, I think, be my favorite part. <laughs> if you need me to go, I'll even go with you. <laughs> and I've done that, and, you know, um, I just know it's a lonely feeling yes. and if you don't have family and you don't have a best friend to go with you, mm -hmm. I just can't imagine. Mm -mm. I, I just can't. So I'm not going to let them go by themselves. The surgeons and the oncologists are lovely and they would do wonderful, um, but I just feel like I need to be there. Yeah, and don't you feel like it's like you're, you're surrounded by the doctors, you're just surrounded by everyone's going to take care of you, you can feel in great hands, right. but that one person who is not the medical person actually looking at this, that one person, you're that one person who's there because she wants to be. 
Yes. The only reason you're there is to comfort. Right. And listen for them and Absolutely. take notes and tell them later yes. what, you know, <laughs> what even they said. Yes. You know, like you say, here's what you said. Yes. And, you know, it's, it's And some amazing. of them will even say to me, you know, I, I want to make sure I ask this. And so I, I write that down. And if they have forgotten to ask it, I'll say, okay, you know, Miss Y, do you still need to know? And so that way we get all their questions answered. And, you know, sometimes it's just sitting there with them, holding their hand, mm -hmm. giving them a hug, or just saying, you know, do you want to pray before we go in? Just whatever they need, whatever they need. You know, I just feel like God put me in this place for a reason. For sure. Absolutely. There's no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. And isn't it nice to know you're serving your purpose? You Absolutely. are right where you're supposed to be. Absolutely. Because of the gifts you were built with. Yes. Yeah. And the trials <laughs> and the gifts, the gifts that he's given me and the trials he's put me, th not he put me through, the trials that I've been through mm -hmm. have all come together to serve this one position. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a nice thing I think about life in general, don't you think? Because we talk about whole health and well-being. Yes. And when you can look at anything in your life, no matter what you're doing, whatever your profession is or what you're doing in life, when you can look back and say, all of it makes sense, it's still yes. making sense, I'm still, yes. all of it is, I'm using all of it. Yes. I know I have just been around the world a million times. I've lived like, <laughs> I think, 12 different lives. Yeah. And I'm still picking and choosing from everything. I was like, I know that, I've done that, and I'm yes. using it all, and it's such a blessing. It and almost is. all of it has come from tragedy in my life, or a scary time, or Absolutely. something that happened. Yeah. And I, I know now, like when I hear you too, that you know things happen for me, not to me. Right. It feels like initially and then like right. wait a minute right this is really going to help me in the future and right. someone else and I yeah. say that to ladies that are diagnosed not that first conversation yeah. um, but I'll say to them you know I know this is going to be difficult and I know there's going to be trials and tribulations but you will find a blessing you will find good out of this that God will turn anything around and and turn it to good. Yeah. So, um, and I do encourage our breast cancer support group gives journals to the ladies. Oh. And so I huge. encourage them to journal and and at least find one blessing a day. And and going through the treatment, there were times that I could only find maybe one blessing for mm -hmm. that day. But if you get in that mindset and you write that blessing down, when you go back to look at your journaling and you go back to look at those blessings, you're like, okay, Lord. I gotcha. Yeah. You were there. You yeah. were there. You were there. And so it, it is reassuring to me 17 years later that I'm not alone, that I know that God has walked with me the entire way. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes he's walking and carrying me because mm -hmm. it was such a, um, a difficult time um, at times. Um, but I know he's been with me and I can read that in my journal. Yeah, and isn't it interesting to look back at your journal and you'll read the blessings and the gratitude and you remember, look at the date, what was happening during that time. But yes. still you found blessings, still you found gratitude Absolutely. and appreciation for where you are. So before we get to your story, um, I'd like to know, like when you made that very first phone call to someone, the very first time that you did that, how did you prepare yourself or were you able to just trust and 
call or how did it feel? Um, it was overwhelming and honestly, it's still overwhelming mm -hmm. to me yeah. because I take every phone call very seriously um, and I want to do right by those patients. But that first one, I had the help of the navigator that was there prior. Um, and I, I verbally went through everything. And then before I picked up that phone, I prayed and just said, you know, give me the words that they need to hear um, because I don't have the right words, mm -hmm. but I know he will. Yeah, I know he will. But um, afterwards and prob and still to this day, there are some patients I will still cry afterwards. Yeah, sure. after I hang up the phone. Sure. <laughs> I've gotten it. to the point where I don't cry during it. <laughs> and I find during too, when I've got to do something, I'm on a mission. If I'm in a crisis, I can get through it. But then right. I, then I'd have to download. Right. Then that's when the tears right. come. Um, you do and it's you difficult. To. And sure. it's difficult. You know, there's some weeks that we make many phone calls and um, I relive my hearing that news. Yeah. And so it, it's, it can be very difficult. Yeah. Which brings us also to why another gift of you being able to talk to these ladies is because you've been through it. So do you, where do you want to start in your story? I'd love to hear it from the moment uh, you first discovered Sup Get Your Kleenex. Okay. I've got mine. I'm good. We're going we're gonna to do it. And just okay. know, ladies and gentlemen, we may take a minute, yeah, may need a I'm minute. Sorry. But we are decided on this on Doc Talk. It's we let it flow. We just okay. if something comes up because I think that that's it's powerful moments. It's those true moments between friends that yes. you just let it let it go. So, um, my mom had breast cancer, um, and so I was always of the opinion that not when, but if uh, not if, but when. Um, so I thought I was prepared and I was going for my mammograms every year and doing um, breast MRIs at some point and, and, and really being um, on top of things. But we had some issues um, going on with my life and um, some health issues and I let it go. Um, and uh, my GYN found a lump and I instantly started crying because I knew I, I, I knew um, and she saved my life because I had quit doing my self exams I quit going to get my mammograms for a couple years because I just I, I let life other things get ahead. took over yeah. other things took over mm -hmm. so um, she saved my life the way that I that's the way I feel and I thank her to this day um, and so um, once she found it um, we moved very quickly. I was in healthcare and, um, lots of decisions, lots of things happened very fast that I almost felt like I was on a train that I didn't have any control over. Right. And it's like, once you jump on, you're on and yeah. you just keep going. Um, and, um, I ended up having to do chemotherapy and radiation um, and, and surgery. So mine was very aggressive and I was very young with a sixth grader, um, soon to be sixth grader and a ninth grader. And Ooh. I was in the fight. I, I was going to do everything in my power to, um, make sure you to were make sure I was them. around when they got old. Yeah. So, and I did. And here I am. <laughs> yeah. You're not even old yet. You're <laughs> well, You're strong. It's yeah. been a while. It's been a minute. <laughs> so, was that besides initially yourself and hearing that, were your 
your children was that was that just immediately the driving force? Is oh, it, absolutely. That image of, and did you have that image of how am I going to do it, or did you see yourself gone and see them alone? What was the what both, was the image? Both. Yeah? I found out on a Friday at five o'clock that I had cancer, and I didn't know what the next step was. Um, and so all weekend I saw them without me, with me. Oh. Um, you had a weekend of them doing their lives, the things yeah. that you love being involved in. <laughs> yes. And you were absent. And I just felt like I needed to fight. And no matter what that looked like, um, I was going to do it. Yeah. I was going to do it. And, you know, I met with multiple doctors and I wanted someone aggressive and that was going to help me fight this to mm -hmm. the very end. Yeah. The very end. Did images of what you, your mom went through and what you went through, what you saw? Yes. And uh, I had just lost um, about six years prior, my best friend to breast cancer. Oh, goodness. So um, I had gone to college with her, and and so all I saw was Kathy and my mom, uh -huh. and I didn't know positive stories. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any positive stories. So you were I created, <laughs> created. So I created my own positive story. Which is a lovely lesson in all this, too, that I just want to stop on a moment and talk about that, where... Yes. Um, it doesn't have to be what has happened before and what's happened to others. Right. You can create your own. You take a breath and you say, that was them, this is me. Yes, and I sure hope that um, I portray that hope. That's more than anything, I want to give ladies hope that mm -hmm. no matter what you're told, no matter what happens, there's always hope. Yeah. There's always hope. And you're a living example right in front I of them. I am, 17 yeah. years later. Yeah, I think that's the best thing we can do as humans is just when we go through something to just immediately get out there and say, look, here I am. Yes. Yeah, this is how, and this is how I did it. Yes. And to not be afraid of saying, this is how I did it. Right. And this is how I feel. You know, I think mm -hmm. we worry about that we're going to say the wrong thing or we're going right. to push how we did it on someone else. And I think right. the best thing we can do, I do that all the time, just like, I don't know if this will work for you. This won't work for me. Right. And, right. and be totally open book. I just right. am... When someone wants to know, I have no problem saying, and I'm still doing it. I'm still, you know, still figuring it out. <laughs> Me know? too. Yeah. So when you were diagnosed, you didn't have a patient navigator. They hadn't I developed this position mm -hmm. probably anywhere yet. No, they, yeah. there was not anything remotely close. Yeah. I, um, I saw the physician that I worked for at the time was really my navigator probably more than anything. And, and he and I would visit and talk about the different physicians to see and um, and so he he was very instrumental in my care um, but not everyone has a physician right. that you that you're with eight nine hours a day to be able to guide you right so, so you were in the healthcare industry already so you were in there and you right. could say okay listen here's the deal what do you say to someone who is furthest from that they have no connections they don't feel like where to start who to trust right. who to even ask right so how do you handle that well um what i do is i tell them what they need mm -hmm. um and then like i said before i kind of give them their person at the doctor's personalities and and how long they've been doing it and and tell them you know you can choose one now but if for some reason it doesn't click you can, I can schedule another one with a different physician. And I tell them I went to three different physicians before I found the oncologist that I was comfortable with, that I knew was in the fight with me. So, um, 
you know, we'll seek until we find. Seek until you find. Right. And I think that's one of the, it seems like to me, it would be one of the greatest gifts you can tell someone. Don't worry about it. And even the physicians seem fine with it too, because right. they want it. It's a relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, you are entrusting these physicians with your life. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know we do that all the time, but this mm -hmm. is more of a, a fight for your life right now. Yeah, it's your and, life plan. And, and you're entrusting you to them. Mm -hmm. um, and so you want to be comfortable and you want to have that good relationship. Mm -hmm. So we're blessed in this community that we have some great physicians. We really do. Really we're do. very lucky. And this is, we're talking, anyone listening outside of this area, in the shreveport Bozier area here in the Arklatex yes. and the physicians, and you're with Christus again, I'll tell you, that it's just phenomenal. Yeah, the resources is. that we have that it we is. can go to. It is. So it is. who who called you? Who in the office? Was it a physician's assistant? Was it your doctor? Was it someone? The, the physician um, told me I was in his office and he did a biopsy and he sent it off and he really thought it was going to be negative. And he said, just sit tight. We're all going to be good. You can go out on Friday and... Um, you know, you'll be able to go the weekend and celebrate and all that. So, um, he came back in pretty upset yeah. and, um, it just rocked our world. I'm sure, especially after giving you that. Yes. Being that surprised. it's going to be okay. I know. I find that and I've worked with doctors <laughs> yeah. too, and I grew up working in doctor's offices or in my small town. And when they're surprised, it's even that more. I've, the doctor I worked, I seem having to compose himself because we're all close. It's small town and right. everybody's like, oh my, I was so sure, right. you know, and then it comes back and you have to go by what they found. Right. And, um, right. I, it's very emotional for the doctors. It's not easy. It, it was. That. And again, I only heard half of what he said. My husband was with me, thank God. And um, he heard probably half too, because he was just as upset. Um, but he said, we'll talk about it next week, next steps. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, okay. Didn't realize the weekend was going to be so long. <laughs> right? Yeah. And we want those long weekends, but not yeah, this not, way. Not, not this way. way. Not no, I'd like guy. to zoom right through this one. No, no. Did you know right away what you wanted to do as far as chemo and treatment? And No, they didn't know what I would need until the the actual pathology came back, The where they tested what kind of tumor and... and um, and how once the surgery was done, they knew how large it was and all that. So mm -hmm. I didn't know. Um, in fact, I remember because I really tried to stay upbeat. I mean, that's just sure. the way I am yes. in a way. But I would walk in, my husband and I would walk in and we'd be happy and laughing and, and, and having fun. And then he'd have to come in and tell us some more bad news. You know, we need chemo. You need this. You need that. And um, we'd leave out crying. Um, <laughs> I would leave out crying. Mm -hmm. um, and so one time he said, I'm so sorry. You come in here so happy and I just ruin your day. And I said, no, you don't. It's okay. But it was a journey. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't know anything up front. Um, I thought I knew what I was going to do as far as surgery. Um, but when you're faced with it, mm -hmm. you really... And it's yourself. Um, you you kind of um, you rethink everything, and you overthink things too. Mm -hmm. So I I really didn't know what I was going to do surgery wise until right before the surgery. Wow, really? Mm -hmm. That took me that long.
Did they give you a lot of options, or they said this is pretty much the course? No, um, I had an option between um, a lumpectomy and a mastectomy, um, and I did the research on both and met with a plastic surgeon and. Um, just the surgeon just felt very strongly that a lumpectomy for me um, was the appropriate thing to do. So um, I put my trust in him and um, moved forward the very mm -hmm. end. So, How much time was it between diagnosis and having the lumpectomy? So you're going to laugh. Um, <laughs> I'm a control free um, and I am in healthcare and I did have my um, physician that I worked with that had... Um, <laughs> been in healthcare a long time, so I was able to see a surgeon, a plastic surgeon, um, get everything I needed all within a week. Yeah. And <laughs> you I, just made the call. Listen, guys, like, we're done. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, it took me a while to decide, but I had a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, wow. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. That doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way anymore. Right. Um, there's just other steps that mm -hmm. need to be done now, but that was 17 years ago. Right. So it was. Yeah, and I think there's some gifts in anything, but even sometimes with a diagnosis and, and then treatment, I think there's a gift of time. There's there's a really good reason. There's a divine timing in everything that, yes. you know, trust that it, don't worry about it. Don't right. bring on, God, they can't see me for another month or I'm not going to have this. This is growing in me. Really trust that it's okay, that, right. that you can use that time. Right. Is that part of what a navigator does too, to kind of tell them to help yes. them to use this time and not yes. bring anything more on yourself? And I do tell them, um, if I was to do it over again, I may not have made those same decisions, my surgery decision, um, because I didn't see the oncologist until way after surgery so I had bits and pieces now we give the patient all the information if they want it some mm. some patients just want to take it bit by bit mm. and that's okay yeah. that's where where they are um, but I explained to them the reason why um, I felt strongly that I wanted to pull everybody in at the beginning so they could make a good decision with all the information Right. And so, yes, it, it takes time to get everyone in, but I think they can make some really good decisions and be at peace yeah. with those decisions. Yeah. And really get right before you have it. Yes. Because the same way that you went into the office every time happy, even if you left crying, don't you think it helped you a little bit? Coming in happy, it eases the news, it just sets the tone. I think it's a little I easier think so. to do that. I think so. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's life mm -hmm. and we're going to get bad news all the time and yeah. you know there are some times that I would get really bad news and then by the time I got home I'd be a, a wreck and I would just say you know and I'm I'm going to go for a walk yeah. and I just needed that time alone with God um, and I'd come back and it would be okay mm -hmm. it'd be okay so you're right time um, and getting right with your maker yeah. is is real important mm -hmm. and to know you're being cared for. Mm -hmm. And there's been even so many studies done too. Just get at peace before you yes. go have your surgery, before you yeah. go to sleep, before you do this. Just right. find that good place. It, it's yours. You get to yes. own this time. You get to control how you feel before they put that mask on. Right, right. Yeah. 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 I, was, I was truly blessed throughout my entire um, treatment, I mean, before surgery, uh, 
the doctors prayed with me. Um, you know, my doctor that I worked for was in there, and he prayed with me. I mean, truly blessed. And I, I that's why I feel compelled. I have the passion to make sure that everyone has that same blessing yeah. to some degree. I mean, I can't be in the surgery suite praying with them. I mean, I would if I could, but um, <laughs> you can be right you know. outside the door and they can <laughs> um, feel you. <laughs> but I have their name on my calendar and I'm praying for them at my desk. Um, and that's so, enough. you know, um, I, yeah. you know, there are blessings in everything, everything, everything. Every Everything. moment mm -hmm. is a blessing. Yeah. So you went from that you had the lumpectomy, and then did you have chemo? I did. Okay. How long did, did you? Um, I had to have eight sessions, so it was sixteen weeks. Okay. Um, and most of the time, I did really, really well. Mm -hmm. There was a couple times I got sassy and thought I didn't have to take the medicine or I didn't have to <laughs> do what they said, and um, I paid dearly for that. Mm -hmm. um, so I do tell the patients, I do tell the ladies, look, I got sassy. I didn't think I needed to take certain medicines at a certain day. And I'm just telling you, it really, they really do know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Take <laughs> so, the meds. Yeah. yeah. Take it. There's mm -hmm. a reason There's a for reason. It. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. And I'm sure everyone's different. Do you find those are just test the waters no matter what? Okay. Everyone's going to do their own thing. Yeah. Right. And yes. that's okay. And absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What I did find throughout my journey is when I would pray the hardest for things, those things were okay. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. they really were. Yeah. I mean, it sounds silly, but um, I didn't mind losing my hair mm -hmm. half as much as losing my eyebrows. Yeah. I, and I say that to I ladies, that. you know, I said, you know, um, everyone can see my eyebrows and I didn't want to be one of those ladies that had an eyebrow drawn up here <laughs> and one down low. And um, so um, God blessed me with just enough eyebrows to draw a perfect line. And it's like, you know what? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You know, that doesn't happen to everybody. Right. But, um, so, so just pray about what's on your heart and yeah, what you're stressed your about. your heart. And yes. that's what I love that sometimes we say, well, pray for this and all the good will come in. It's not just the good will come. It's your specific good. Absolutely. It's like life is really listening. Yes. And life knew that you needed that little, <laughs> that little template there. Yeah. That was important to yeah. you. And mm -hmm. if, we'll, if we'll stay open to those, those blessings will come. Right. It's our own. Right. It's not just going to land in good for everybody. It's going to land in specifically what we've dreamt of and asked for Absolutely. from our heart, not Absolutely. necessarily our words. And if I was too busy to notice that I had five or six hairs up there, <laughs> you know, I may have missed that blessing. But uh -huh. now I know. I mean, I was looking. Like, yeah, that's another thing. Just yeah. pay attention. Mm -hmm. Just look for it and you'll find it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So um, do you find that people are pretty receptive to the things that you want to say. I'm sure deep listening is the biggest thing with you. You have to really listen and mm -hmm. see what, where someone is and know when to speak and when not to, who's ready to hear. Because I think it's when someone's ready to hear it right. is more important than what we have to say. Right. Yeah. Right. I, um, yes. And there's some ladies who don't want me to, to visit with them. And there's some ladies who don't want to be a part of the support group. And there's some ladies who will call me, you know, just out of the blue and say, I just want to check in. Mm -hmm. And, and so I think just meeting each person where they are, mm -hmm. you know, is, is real important. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
my um, higher education is in counseling. So um, I've been able to use that in this tool yeah. and as a tool to be able to um, work with these ladies. Another so blessing. Yeah, That's great. Yeah, We all have those tools, yes. you know, and I know there's times in situations I'll just pull one out that I had no idea I was going to be using it today. <laughs> I, I think this will work. I had no idea. Yes. But yeah, we do. That's life. And that's what's wonderful. I think that's what we do here with Doc Talk. Talk about, you know, just being that whole health. Yeah. Use your whole life. Your whole life is your resume. Absolutely. You know, just pull. And, and never, it should never go away. Right. I used to be that. We didn't used to be anything. I'm still everything I've ever done. Everything I've applied for. It's an accumulation yeah. of experiences. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know, I think we're put on this earth to love others, mm -hmm. no matter who they are or what they're going through. Um, and that's my mission is to make sure that people know they're loved. Mm -hmm. I mean, how easy is that? Yeah. How easy is that? You know, you both feel good. Yes, you know, if you do yes, that, yeah. you know, and then to have everything, your background to do that and be, have this official position, yes. you know, and have it really, you know, called something right. where people know, oh, right. I had a navigator navigate right. me and the name is so perfect, you know? And so you, there's support groups and you brought a pillow here. Yes, that's so yes. amazing. And we have an amazing support group. I've worked with the support group even when I wasn't in this position. Um, it's been going on for, I always lose track, 10, 11 years. Um, great group of ladies. We support each other. We encourage each other. Some have come and gone um, and just feel they don't need to come. Some have come this entire time. Some come after just being diagnosed the day before. Right. It's just whatever the need is. So these ladies are amazing. We have, um, we've had two ladies that had metastatic breast cancer and that one of them had a bucket list. And this group of ladies truly um, helped to fulfill two <laughs> of the bucket list um, items. And we had a blast doing it. So they just are, they're just a great group of ladies. Um, and we make pillows. This is a lumpectomy pillow that we give to each patient who's getting ready to go into surgery. Um, and they uh, have that with them so it can protect them from the seatbelt going home or when they're driving in the car after the next you know, week or so, um, helps be able to keep them from the seatbelt from hurting. Um, we also do mastectomy pillows where someone um, it wraps around and has room for the drains mm. to go. Um, and I think more than anything, yes, it brings comfort mm -hmm. um, against being hurting, but I think more so it brings comfort to know that they're loved yes. um, and that we're taking the time to, to, to send this to them. And along with that, they get letters of encouragement from the ladies um, and just a bunch of pink sister goodies. <laughs> I say, now that you're a pink sister, you get to get to wear pink. <laughs> <laughs> and it really is a lovely sisterhood. It, it really is. is to be, you know, it's something that you certainly don't want to call in, right? <laughs> if you, you know, welcome it when it's there, right. it's really, it serves such a beautiful purpose. And we've come so far with research and cures oh. and early detection and what to do. So absolutely, um, it's really a whole movement. Absolutely. Really and these ladies come from all over. Some come from even Natchitoches. Mm -hmm. um, they've had treatment all over, not necessarily just at Christus. Mm -hmm. um, so we really get a variety of ladies 
um, but we have one common goal, is to love each other, to support each other, and encourage each other. And that's a lovely, yeah. lovely thought to end on. Yes. I thank you so yes. much. You're welcome. I don't want to leave, though. I want, we've got this picture uh, of you. And I think it's this, I mean, uh, this picture, I wish we could show it and, and you yeah. could see, but I can see it. And it's, it's of you. You see my eyebrows. Yes, and they're beautiful. <laughs> thank you. Yes. Yeah, so this is, um, my son asked to take a picture of me. Um, back in the day, um, bald was not beautiful for mm -hmm. women as much as it is now. And so um, I had a wig and um, the same hairstyle as, as I had. And so most people did not see me like this, except for on the weekends I would put my little do-rag on. But my son asked to take a picture of me like this. How beautiful is that? Yes. And I can see why. I mean, so, I can see it's like he probably wanted you to see how beautiful. Well, and he wanted that, to, he yeah. took it to school and did a presentation. So. Look at that. Yes. And I mean, you're just, you're just beautiful. Oh, it's just thank shining you. and it's such a, yeah. Thank you. That was probably about middle of my, mm -hmm. my care, my yeah. chemo. Wow. Yeah. And look at you today. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Well, I just I can't thank you enough. It's You're been welcome. such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for coming in. We met when you came here to help others on the yes. Breast Cancer <laughs> Awareness Month. And you came yes. here to KTBS, and and we talked on the air too, and um, and you helped them too answer questions. And thank you. You're such a delight. Thank you for being a navigator uh, in every way through life. For thank all of us. you, and thank you for letting me share my story because I know there's somebody out there that um, is feeling lonely or um, just doesn't know where to turn. And so maybe they'll be willing to, to give us a call or give me a call and we can visit. Yeah, just reach out, they're not just alone. Just reach out. They're mm -hmm. not alone. Absolutely. Right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Everyone, thank you so much for joining us. You can download a new episode of these discussions every other Wednesday morning, wherever you listen to podcasts. And we'll meet you next time right here on Doc Talk.